Shalom listeners, and welcome to our 14th podcast in the weekly series, Worship Insights Through the Bible. Last week, we looked at the sin offering, which dealt with the sinful nature that we are all born with. This week, we will continue with the trespass offering, as it is described in Leviticus chapter 5, verses 14 to 19, chapter 6, verses 1 to 7, and chapter 7, verses 1 to 17. Now, what was the purpose of the trespass offering? Well, it constituted a sacrifice for sin for which restitution was possible, as opposed to the sin offering where restitution was not possible. And this foreshadowed the fifth and final step toward our permanent reconciliation with God, showing the importance of maintaining a peaceful relationship with our neighbor. The kind of sacrifice that was offered in this case was a ram without blemish. And this you can read in Leviticus chapter 5 verse 15. Only the fat was burnt in this case. And you can read that in Leviticus chapter 7 verses 3 to 5. The sacrifice was then eaten by the priest and as in the sin offering, the offerer did not partake in the eating of the sacrifice. Now let's have a look at the symbolism. The sin offering is closely related to the trespass offering. And let's have a look in Leviticus 7 verse 7. The guilt offering is just like the sin offering. There is one law for them. The sin offering symbolized Jesus Christ's ultimate sacrifice. We read that Christ died for our sins and trespasses. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 19, that is, In Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Ephesians 2 verse 1 And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. Colossians 2.13 And you, who were dead in your trespasses, and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses. While sin many times describes an unawful action towards God, trespasses relate to the unlawful conduct against our neighbor. 
The trespass offering was made for individual sinful acts, not for the sinful nature per se. It was also necessary to eradicate or recompense for the consequences of trespasses. And here we read in Leviticus 5 verse 16. He shall also make restitution for what he has done amiss in the holy thing, and shall add a fifth to it and give it to the priest. And the priest shall make atonement for him with the ram of the guilt offering, and he shall be forgiven. We should note, however, that even though restitution was made towards the wronged neighbor, God still required in addition to that the bringing of an offering. Because when we trespass against our neighbor, we at the same time sin against God. And I think we often forget that, that every time we sin against our neighbor, we are sinning against God as well. The trespass offering also symbolized the individual Christian. Christ's sacrifice is sufficient to forgive us our sin, our sinful nature, and even the damage that we might have caused to others by our conduct. Hebrews 10 verse 14, For by a single offering he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. But we are still to go to our neighbor to bring about reconciliation with him, whether he has sinned against us or we have sinned against him, or even if we know that he thinks we did. Now let's have a look at some scriptures here. In Matthew 18 verse 15, this emphasizes the case when our brother sins against us. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. And of course, if you read further on in that chapter, you will read how to deal with it where a brother does not want to listen. In Matthew 5:23-24, this describes our responsibilities toward our brother when our brother has something against us. That is when we have wronged him. So if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First, be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. And basically, these offerings that we have been looking at, the sacrificial system, can be summed up as follows. Let's go to Deuteronomy 6 verse 5. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your might. In Matthew 22 verse 37, And Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. 
On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. And then finally, Luke chapter 10, verse 27. And Jesus answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. This now concludes the sacrificial system. And I trust that you have learned something as we've looked at this, however briefly. And I would like to encourage you to really go and dig further and examine those sacrifices in detail and then compare it with Jesus and just see how much we have got to be thankful for. For Jesus really was the total some offering for us. And if it wasn't for him, you and I would not be able to be in his presence. You and I would not be able to have fellowship with him. And so all we can once again say is, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your immense love, your grace, and your mercy. And so until next time, God bless you.